This is episode 20 of season three of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we will be talking about our New Year's resolutions. Our scavenger hunt list for this week is a sled, a snowman, a scarf, a sunrise or sunset, and a running bumper sticker. Sue. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan, and this is season three of Runner Girls, three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less. Yes, and Happy New Year. It's not quite the new year yet for us. We are recording on December 30th, but I'm pretty sure this show's going to come out after the new year, so Happy New Year to the listeners. I'm very excited that it's still Christmas break here. I'm I'm still working. I'm not on vacation. Um, but the kids are on vacation and they're not here, so it's very quiet at home. And Jeff and I feel like almost like newlyweds because <laughs> it's, it's so quiet. And we got to have a date night, which was nice. But yeah, we all just celebrated Christmas. So Katie, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was really nice. We didn't have a white Christmas in Kentucky, um, but we did have a white Christmas Eve. So that was nice, at least a white Christmas Eve morning, because by about noon, it had all melted away. (laughs) I was going to say, what happened overnight? (laughs) Yeah, but it was nice to wake up to and see everything look so pretty and serene, and then it melts away, so. That's the Uh, one, that's the one day of the year that you really like it to be snowy, I think. Yes, yeah, that's what I've always said. I only want it to snow on Christmas, and then if I go skiing. Those are the only two times I want snow. The rest of the time, it can stay far, far away. Right. But other than that, it was really good. Got to get all the family together, of course, and have a nice dinner and just spend some good quality family time together. So it was really, really nice. And you're still in Kentucky now? I am. Yeah, I'll be heading back on the 3rd because we go back to work on the 6th so that way it'll give me that weekend to kind of get back into the work groove oh that's good and so you're having a nice long vacation at home oh yes enjoying it immensely great and Megan how about you how is your Christmas vacation going restful I have played a lot of video games (laughs) and not done much else and it's really wonderful Well, that's nice. And did you have a nice Christmas? Yes, we did. We spent uh, Christmas Eve with Brad's family and then Christmas Day with my family and then Saturday as well with Brad's family. Nice. And what what did your puppy do for Christmas? Well, Christmas Day, she came with us to my family's. She almost got eaten by my cousin's dog but wow she's a big husky mix who apparently hates everything that moves <laughs> oh no <laughs> well it's a husky thing right isn't that what the one listener said last time mm-hmm. yeah she just and my poor puppy who's not that small anymore she's like 35 pounds was <laughs> and I'm like oh my god oh my god and then we got her off and it was okay but it was one of those moments that you worry about as a pet owner Aww. well I'm glad she's okay yeah she didn't even get any wounds or anything I think she was just scared so yeah that's good oh that's so cute I'm, I'm I've never met her but I'm picturing it and it's adorable <laughs> and I'm sorry that she got scared by the husky <laughs> When I was a kid, we had a dog that was half husky and half German Shepherd. And you would think that would be kind of a scary dog. Uh-huh. But it, it was such a sweetheart. And I loved, that was my first dog, Coco. And I love that dog to death. Oh, I miss Coco. Um, <laughs> but now I love Bibi, who is my new cat. And since the kids aren't here, she's been, like, following us around the house. Mostly me, because Jeff's been away at work. So she and I have been, like, BFFs. Aww. And, <laughs> yeah, she she curled up and slept on my lap, and she follows me around, and she's so sweet. And, you know, I'm not really a cat person. I'm more of a dog person, but I think I'm in love. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, she's great. And uh, for Christmas, we went, let's see... We had a Christmas Eve party at my brother's house with my family, and that was really cool. At 
we've always like kind of taken turns at doing Christmas Eve at my mom's or my sister's or my house. But this year, my my brother volunteered to do it since he never had, and he's 25, so this is like his first time hosting <laughs> Christmas Eve. And he made uh, a ham and um, like potatoes and all that, like a big ham dinner, and exploded the potatoes in the oven. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and um, I guess normally, like you would kind of expect something like that from you know a 25 year old or whatever. But he's a chef; he should know better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice. And he made um, this slideshow of, like, pictures from when we were younger. And it was just really sweet and really sentimental. And I really had, didn't expect that. So that was that was really nice. And then Christmas night, we were here. And Christmas morning, um, did Chris, Christmas... How many times can I say that? Um, did, you know, the whole gift thing with the kids. And then we went up to Jeff's parents' house that night and had dinner there. And... They gave Jeff a new grill, which is cool, and um, I got my new KitchenAid mixer, which is very exciting. Yeah, so it was good times, and now back to work, but the kids are still up there with Jeff's brother, um, and they're not coming back until next weekend, which is great because they get to hang out with their cousins and play, and we get to go to work and not worry about you know babysitting and whatnot and I think that's about it it's uh going on New Year's now so we're going to be talking about our New Year's resolutions tonight but before we get into that I'd like to hear if either of you girls have done any running Megan I think last we talked you were sick or not feeling well yes I think so and that stayed into about the middle of last week I think I was still feeling it congested and everything. Yeah. And so that hampered my running. (laughs) And then, honestly, I just took a good break where I didn't do anything that required anything. (laughs) So, (laughs) recuperating and gaining back my mojo. Sure. And so I didn't do any running last week. Okay. I am running this week, though. Because the weather is down to a beautiful 60 degrees. Nice. Which is really nice running. It's not 80 anymore. And I never thought I'd say that. But um, I'm excited about it. And I'm recuperated from life. (laughs) So I can run again. Okay. So what's your plan for this week? To run. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So if you run, we will uh, consider that a success. Exactly, that's what I'm going with. So great. Um, and Katie, how about you? Did were you able to get any runs in so far? Um, since we last spoke, I have run once. It's been exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I, I my time was going to be cut short after we recorded last because I had to finish up the work week and then drive to Kentucky on that Friday drop the dogs off go straight to Lexington for um the friend who's getting married birthday (laughs) and we did a full weekend of bridesmaid dress trying on and birthday dinners and just kind of running around trying to help her out with whatever I could while I was there so but it was nice time just out of curiosity um how do you feel about your bridesmaid's dress it's okay (laughs) (laughs) It's not the worst that I've had to wear thus far, so. Okay. I'm, what color is it? Yeah. Um, blush. So, blush. like, pink? Yes. Deep, deep pink? Huh? And we've said that you can't just say light pink. Apparently, it has to be blush. You need to use the most pretentious color word. <laughs> is this according to the bride or the store? Yes, the bride. Blush <laughs> and gold are her colors you can't just say light pink and metallic gold no blush and gold so it is blush it's a one shoulder number it's a full length gown so yeah (laughs) is it gonna be like a black tie wedding then if you guys are wearing full length gown oh yes um about 500 people (gasps) yeah Uh uh-huh I don't oh. even know 500 people. <laughs> <laughs> maids. 
<laughs> and then with me, the just her side of the bridal party is twelve. So do you say twelve bridesmaids? Yeah, including me, eleven bridesmaids and the oh maid of honor. Yeah. So and on her bachelorette party list, twenty-four girls. So I've got two planning to do in the next few months, ladies. <laughs> that's a that's a lot. That's a Yes, yes it is. <laughs> well, God bless you, Katie. Good yes. luck. I'm a good friend. <laughs> you are. Oh, I know yes, I know who you. to call if I ever get married again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, I would not wish that upon you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I would help you out. That's very sweet. Um, well, that is... Wow. Okay, so... As far as running, you said you got one run-in? Yes, because once I got back from Lexington, then it turned bitterly cold for a few days um, until, I'm trying to think, was it the day after Christmas or two days after? Either way, we had a really nice day. It was about 50 degrees, um, clear, sunny skies. So my sister and I both went out for a run. She took the boy dogs. I took the girl dogs. <laughs> and we had uh, a good run with the four-legged ones. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So how many dogs between the both of you? Well, with everyone's dogs here, because it's my parents, my brother, my dogs, my sister's <gasps> dog. So there are five dogs and five people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, and only one small dog. There's a Great Dane, the Husky, a Black Lab, well, two Black Lab mixes, and a Chihuahua. So that must have been a fun run. Oh, yes. My girls did really well. Like, they're more used to running with me than the boy dogs are. So my sister was the brave one and took the boy dogs. And these are the same two dogs that we ran with during the turkey trot, Mm -hmm. where they were, like, tired before the finish line and were dragging Mm -hmm. behind us. Same thing happened this time. Sarah they yes ted and bear she said they totally like crapped out on her before she got back to the house and she's bagging them behind her i'm still jealous even though like the dogs aren't necessarily the best running buddies i'm still jealous (laughs) they make an adventure that's for sure there's lots of farms and um a horse farm on the road that my parents live Mm -hmm. so as we ran by one of the horse farms there was one horse and donkeys or mules out in one of the pens and they totally froze and just stared at my dogs as we run along my two girls didn't even pay attention to the horse though they were like "Mm, nope just sniffing doing my own thing whereas the horse and the donkeys were looking at the dogs like what are you (laughs) well that's great so it sounds like it was a fun run it was it was a nice run it wasn't very long i just did about two miles um because one of my dogs is older, so she doesn't really get along that well if you go further than that. But uh, truth be told, I don't know if I could have really done much more than that just because I've not been that consistent. (laughs) So a nice two-mile run, just kind of leisurely pace, was was very nice. Great. Yeah. Um, So what are your plans for for this week then? Well, I have actually set up a running schedule because we all know how I like to write things down and uh, one of the half marathons that I ran last year has released a free training plan put together timing to the race and it's one that I would like to do again this year I'm hoping I get to um, but it's the run the bluegrass half so Ooh, this nice. yeah I'm excited Was, about wasn't it. that the really tough one yes the hilly one Ugh. because it's, it's through a horse park in Lexington, but it's gorgeous. Absolutely. So it's good motivation to keep running. But tomorrow, of course, being New Year's Eve for us, I'm not exactly sure what I'll, what I'll get to do, but I'd like to get in maybe a mile or two just to get back into it. And then starting on the second, I have a three mile run planned. And on the second, I have a three mile run Friday the 3rd is off, and then Saturday is a four-mile long run. So basically, two scheduled runs. I'm hoping to maybe get in a mile or two tomorrow before New Year's Eve festivities. Nice. Yeah. And so when is the Run the Bluegrass Half Marathon? That is in March this year. It is... 
March 29th. And is that your first planned half marathon of next year or this year? That is. I was originally shooting for the um, Myrtle Beach half marathon. And I still think I'll, I'll try to do at least the 5 or 10K option. But I'm not quite sure that I'll be ready for another half because uh, that's February 15th. It's just about a month and a half away. So yeah. um, we'll just kind of play it by ear. But I'll definitely want to do either the 5 or 10K option come February, and then first half will probably be March. Nice. Um, I actually was thinking about the same thing, because I know um, there's a half coming up around here in February, but I don't feel like I'm going to be ready until March, so I'm planning for a March half marathon, too. But that's that's good. So you got one run in, you're planning to do a couple more this week, maybe? Maybe more? Mm -hmm. Um, Great. Well, I think last time we talked, I had run on Monday, was the day that, the last day that we recorded, Monday, two weeks ago, Um, and then I went out for a three, oh, I did two miles on that Monday, I went out for a three mile run on Wednesday in the snow, which was nice, and then I did another two miler on Thursday, and that was really great. Um, my endurance was much better than it had been. Um, I was able to run more with, I think maybe only one walk break. And the only reason I stopped to walk was that my leg was messed up again. Um, and it's the same, whatever the issue was before was what was happening, um, that day. And I don't know what it is. It's not sciatica. It's not IT band pain, I don't think, because I feel like I've had that before and that doesn't feel like that's what this is. Um, it could be runner's knee, but it kind of travels around my leg, so I don't know. Um, if anything, I want to say that it's an issue with my quad, because that seems to be where most of the, the problem is originating from. And it's not, like, painful. It's just stiff, I guess. I, I don't really know how to explain it, and I limp sometimes after it starts acting up, but it doesn't hurt. So it's it's really it's really um, kind of boggling to me. Um, so after Thursday, I didn't run the rest of that week. Um, I got in three runs that week, and then the next week, last week, Christmas week, um, I didn't run at all, partially because I wanted to rest my leg and partly because um, of the weather and the holidays, and I didn't want to do it. So um, I actually went out for my first run today since that last run where my leg was feeling messed up again. Um, And I um, went to the gym today because we had a bit of an ice storm last night, so I wasn't going to be running out on the roads. And I really enjoyed running on the treadmill I did it after doing some weightlifting and felt really, really good. I kept the speed really low, so it turned out to be only like 16-minute miles or something ridiculously slow, but it felt fast. It was really weird, Um, but it felt easy. My heart rate didn't get up above like 155 or 160 or something like that. Um, So it was nice. Uh, I didn't feel out of breath. And I ran about a mile and a half when I noticed that my leg was starting to be iffy again. And then I stopped. So I think what I'm going to try to do is focus more on strengthening and running on days when it feels okay. Because I feel like, like I said, I'm not in any sort of pain. I'm just super paranoid about hurting myself. So I'm trying to be cautious but still try to run when I can. So I'm just going to work on um, day by day. I I really want to get back into a routine. That's the frustrating thing. Like um, I was listening to uh, an old episode of the podcast from the end of season one when we were kind of planning on what we were going to do at the beginning of this year um, and listening to how I was frustrated with getting injured and wanting to be strong and healthy and I kind of feel like I'm right back there again. I felt like I got over that through most of this year. Through the summer I was running like um, 20 mile weeks and feeling good and then you know put on more weight through the pregnancy and wasn't able to run Um, and now I kind of feel like I'm back at the beginning and it's kind of stop and go again and it's frustrating but I have a plan. 
and I will get to that when we get to our resolutions. Um, as far as this week, like I said, just going to take it day by day. I'm registered for a race on uh, January 1st, which this podcast may come out um, on New Year's Day, so... With any luck, I will have already run the race that I'm talking about now. Um, But I'm registered for it, and as long as I'm feeling good that day, I plan on doing that. And it will be a repeat of the Resolution 5K that I ran last New Year's Day with Anna. So, if I can beat the time that I ran with her, I will be happy. (laughs) So, we'll see. And I don't remember what my time was, but I think it was something like... Or somewhere around 40 minutes, 41, 42. So shouldn't be too hard to beat, um, but we'll see how my how my leg does. So that's what I have coming up, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting healthy. <laughs> As I've said before, I feel like we kind of, I don't know, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about our resolutions, I guess, but I feel like we're kind of retreading the same ground, or at least I am, with my uh, resolutions this year. So since I've said that word several times now, we should get into our weekly topic, which is, (laughs) anybody guess? (laughs) It's New Year's resolutions. All right, Megan, I'm interested to hear what your resolutions are. I think last year you talked about consistency. (laughs) How'd that work out for you? (laughs) I feel I was more consistent than I have been before there were times of much more consistency and times of less consistency but overall I feel I did better okay I hope (laughs) and so what are your plans for 2014 well my I want to run a race every month which I didn't do this year I think I only hit three or four months five months out of the year really it seemed yeah. like you were running more, like running races more often than that. It feels that way. And then I was thinking I did February and then November twice and then one in December. So you were doing mostly big races, half marathons. Yes. And no. then we did the one in April. So I did February and April and November. Okay. And what about 5Ks? That was including my 5Ks. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, And so you're planning on doing a race every month. And so that could be any distance? Yes. And I think that'll help with the consistency issue. Yeah, you'll at least be running monthly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I want to have whole months of space where I don't run. Did you really have whole months where you didn't run? I'm thinking I might have. No, I think it probably just felt that way. And it feels that way, yes. So, (laughs) continuing my 5K under 30 minutes goal, that's going to happen this year. Yeah, I think we all have that on our list. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I put um, to run 600 miles for the year, which equals out to about 11 miles a week. Okay. Which I think I can do if I... If I'm training for a half, which I will be, I know through until March, then I can easily get 11 miles a week. Or I should be getting it if I'm accurately training. So just for um, perspective, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to like criticize your goal at all. Um, I ran about 585 miles for this year, and I was really... I probably could have hit 600 by the end of the year, but I really didn't want to mess up my leg anymore. Like, I seriously considered, thought about pushing it, thinking about pushing it, Um, and then I didn't because I'm like, all right, you're not that person anymore that needs to go out and do more than you actually need to. Um, But I think 600 miles is, well, it's ambitious because that comes out to be, what is that, like 50 miles per month? Just under, I think. Yeah, it's 50 miles a month. Hmm. Okay. So, I ran 181 this year with long stretches of running once a month or twice a month. And almost 39 of those miles are halves. (laughs) 
So, what, like a fourth of my, a fifth of my distance is um, <laughs> half marathon. races, yeah. Yeah. So, that's interesting to me. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're racing more, then that'll definitely help you increase your miles. Yeah, which ties into my other resolution, which is just to make more time for myself doing things that I like to do whether it be running or something and just not stressing as much about work and taking that time for me which a lot of times is running instead of being like I'm too stressed or I'm too tired and so not going to run right I think will help and then making it a priority that's which I haven't been that's good and um Making time for yourself is definitely something that should be a priority, I think. And whether it's running or just relaxing or, um, you know, going out with your friends or whatever, it's really, I think it's really important to avoid getting like just burned out on life. And especially your job, like your job is so demanding. Yeah, that's what, that's really what it goes into because I've, like, I don't even want to add up what the hours work out to, but they're probably close to 60 a week oh. I put in. And so it's, and that's not counting, like, how draining it is on top of that. So I'm sure Katie knows what it's like trying oh, to yes. balance. All too well. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just, I have really high expectations for myself. So that's why, which is why I only put the 600 miles for the year. Mm-hmm instead of run three times a week or run this many times a week Mm -hmm. because I feel like 600 miles for the year is more overall realistic yeah and it's more realistic and then I'm not going to get like oh I didn't do my resolution it's not then I get disappointed or whatever okay so that works out and then but the thing is too if I'm running 600 miles a week I'm running or 600 miles for the year, I'm running pretty consistently. So it kind of works out without being an overwhelming type of thing. Yeah. Well, I think that's an awesome goal for you to have. And I, I hope that you can, you can do that. I'm, I'm excited for you to do that. And Sue, so I will tell you, cause you're sounded about how surprised it was. I almost went 500. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that's not even 10 miles a week. Maybe if I push it to a little bit more ambitious, it'll be a little bit better. So I knew it was an ambitious goal, but I made yeah. it that way on purpose. And I almost went, I was debating between five and 600. That's funny because I actually, I'll get into, I have a mileage goal for this year too. Um, and I actually cut mine back because I was like, <laughs> I thought mine was originally realistic. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just cut it back. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But that's great. Well, I look forward to seeing how that goes for you. Um, And do do you have um, big races this year that you're excited about? Yes, I have my half marathon in March, which is in my hometown that goes over the bridge. The first watch half marathon. And then... I really is, want to do the October one that I missed this year. Is that the um, overpass one? The no. First watch. What is that? That's um, that's the name of our restaurant down here, but who's sponsoring it? But it goes through um, Sarasota, and so you go over a bridge over the water to get to the beach area, mm-hmm. and then I think you come back over the bridge. Okay. To this isn't a race that you've run before, right? No, it's new. Yeah. And I thought it, it was on St. Patrick's Day last year. And Brad was working. He had like a 14 or 15 hour shift because he worked at the Irish restaurant. So there was no way we could have really logistically worked in a half marathon with him working St. Yeah. Patty's Day. And I really don't like to do halves without him. Just a personal preference. Because sure. it's a, it's a especially, deal. Yeah. And so we just, I put that one off and I had just done Gasparilla three weeks before, which was the half that went awful. So are you not planning on doing Gasparilla this year? 
no, they didn't change the course, and it was an awful course. And I'm not paying sixty dollars for f- five miles around boring residential areas, and then eight miles of out and back on a boring road. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, like it's that same five mile race that goes down Bayshore and then just comes back, and it's like. Bayshore is boring. One side is residential and the other side is water blocked by the cement bridge. And so I, there's no, there's very little race support too because I, it's an out and back. I'm surprised because it seems to be highly publicized. Exactly. But it's, I think it caters to people wanting a PR and everything because it's a really easy course. Oh. It's just when you're running for three hours, it's a boring course. Okay. I did it for a long time. I'm like, this is. I guess it's meant for someone like me who doesn't care about looking around at the scenery and just like wants to do better. Yeah, exactly. So that's. And it goes through the decent parts of Tampa, I guess. Like Davis Islands is nice. But the out and back on Bay Shore. And for people who don't see water very often. I guess it's, they probably like being able to see the little bits of water they get. <laughs> it's like inundated too with people who typically run on Bayshore because it's a very popular place to run. And so you get non-racers running with you or biking. And so it's just very, I was not happy <laughs> or impressed with it. And so I was just like, whatever. Okay. Any other races that you're excited about for this year? Um, I'm trying to think. There's, I would really like to do the Halloween half and 5K challenge that I missed out on this year because of timing and everything. And I'm going to dress up for it. So I'm excited about that, to get a costume, to run in, and be all silly and fun for Halloween. Do you have an idea what costume you might do? Yeah. Do you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably do um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast would be really fun. Oh, I like that. Would you just do like a tutu for her um, dress? Probably. And like a gold shirt. So it kind of looks like a shortened version. It'll be, it might be cool, but it's the end of October. So it'll probably still be almost 90. So I'm not going to worry about tights or anything. Oh, I like that. And then just be fun, I'm thinking. (laughs) Very good. That's sweet. Um, All right, well, anything you'd like to add about resolutions? Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. No, sorry. I took a (laughs) drink of water. That's okay. Uh, Katie, how about you? What are your resolutions for this year? I, I can't remember what you said about your resolutions for last year. I think it was just running more often yeah and to continue the um running a race every month right you know because I had done that for the past two years this year I don't have that same resolution instead I'd like to have a little more race specific goals and to knowing that I'm going to have so much traveling going on in 2014 Mm -hmm. I just don't know how realistic trying to squeeze in one race every month is for me sure So instead, what I'd like to do is run at least three half marathons and six 5Ks. Are you still going to try to qualify for half fanatics? Because that was something I think you mentioned before. If I can work it out, I think that'd be great. If I could do three back to back to back, um, that would work out. But if I can't. I'm not going to beat myself up over it because the original goal, you know, I had wanted to do a half marathon every month. That's still something I'd like to do in the future. So even though I don't get to accomplish that this year, um, that's something that I definitely will be doing in the future. So if half fanatics does not happen this year, it will happen in the future. It's just going to depend on the timing of those three half marathons. And I'm really going to have to look at, the spacing and the schedule and you know all that planning that goes into everything right so those those are my race specific goals as far as number and frequency of races and so did you have other running resolutions 
or running I goals? did. Yeah, as far as timing goes. I'd like to do, of course, the 5K in 30 minutes or less. Our uh, goal that we've had all season now. I, I definitely know that 2014 will be the year it happens, ladies. I think once mm-hmm. we all get back into half marathon um, training and running those longer distances, I think that the the speedier 5Ks will come with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I, I finally want to get a half in under three hours. I so badly want to do that. <laughs> you know, my closest is 301, and that was the very first half marathon I ran. So if I can just get that one minute off there, then I'll have, have, have accomplished that goal. I think you could do it. Um, I think I can too. It's just, you know, putting in the training, dedicating yourself to following the plan and getting it done. Yeah. I mean, just going off of um, the race that we ran together, Mm -hmm. honestly, like, I feel like if it wasn't for that unfortunate turn of events (laughs) that we don't need to go into detail about, if it wasn't for that, I think we would have been well under three hours. Oh, I totally Um, agree. Because, I mean, those first, what, six or seven miles, we were all feeling great, you know, keeping a good pace, and then that happens (laughs) (laughs) so I really think it's just a matter of you having a you know for first of all good training but then second (laughs) of all a good race day experience and and that honestly like you really can't plan on it the best you can do is to sleep well and and eat right but other than that just hope for the best I think yes yes hope that the racing gods are kind to me that day (laughs) (laughs) uh but the the other resolutions that I have for 2014 are just kind of personal resolutions. Um, One is to lose some weight. Over the past couple of years, I've packed on a few extra pounds, and I know that'll help my running as well. You know, cutting weight will definitely help your toms. So I want to lose at least 25 pounds. I'll look good in my one-strap gown, too. (laughs) You and me both, Katie. (laughs) We'll be right there together. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. And uh, the way that I want to do that, Sue, is listen to you talk about the keto. I did lo- a low-carb diet one time. I think it was my senior year of high school. And it worked really well for me. Um, the issue is I just really love bread and potatoes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's going to be the hard part, but I know it works. So it I'll does. have some motivation to stick to it this year. You have the added benefit of being the only person in your household that you have to shop for, which is yes. good because you don't, <laughs> if you don't buy it, you don't have to eat it. Um, <laughs> that The thing is I have, well, two kids and Jeff, so I have three kids and um, <laughs> it's hard to just bring home meat and vegetables and then after dinner they're like, what do we have for a treat? And then Jeff goes out to the store and buys some treat and it's kind of a habit, you know, like we were all used to having something sweet at the end of the night. So it's hard to get out of that, that pattern. Uh, and I'm struggling with it. I'll get into it, I guess. Um, but I think uh, a low carb diet is definitely a good way to go, especially if you're combining it with a low calorie, low carb diet, but it's not easy. But when you are eating more higher fat and higher protein foods than you are carbohydrates, you find you I think you'll find that you'll f- feel full for longer and you don't think about food as much. I know when I eat um low calorie diet that has more carbs in it, I tend to want to eat more often than I do on um the diet that I'm on now. Right. They're all hard though. <laughs> None of them are easy. I'm, I'm struggling. I am. So do, was that it for your resolutions? Um, the last thing was just because I'm turning 30 in 2014. <laughs> I wanted to... Did you just uh, say you're turning 30? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't it a big deal for you when you turned 30, Sue? Um, I mean, I know you're only turning 29 this year. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but... Uh, well... I will tell you I started out that year saying I'm going to turn 29 again, but, <laughs> but but it actually, no, it wasn't a big deal for me, but okay. I, I felt, I guess because I had children young, I felt mm-hmm. old early, <laughs> so it didn't matter so much to me, um, but I guess you're still young at heart. 
Yeah, I think maybe that's the reverse for me, you know, because I am on my own and and do my own thing. It is a big thing to turn 30. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, and when I stop and think, like, my mom was 27 when she had me and, like, all of my other friends' parents were, like, 24 when they had them. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I get to see lots of cool places, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not feeling sorry for myself. It's just a big I don't know. It seems like a big jump between your 20s and your 30s in my brain. So I want to try 30 new things in honor of turning 30 next year. And it could be new food, go to a new place that I've never been before, read a new book, something like that. But just try 30 new things in 2014. That is a really cool idea and a way to celebrate the age instead of fearing it. It's, yes. It's nothing to be afraid of. I promise. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> At least your turning 30 doesn't come with having a 10-year-old. <laughs> this is true. This is true. That would be a little more stressful, I, I presume. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that's great. I really like that, trying 30 new things. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I'll get into my personal goal right now because it really does relate to that. Um my goal comes from um actually i got inspiration from a quote by eleanor roosevelt which was do one thing every day that scares you um and i just kind of shortened it to do one thing every day um and because there's not a lot that scares me at this point and the things that do scare me i'm not ready to do those things (laughs) um but as far as doing one thing every day i just I kind of tied in my personal goals with that. Um, I have like a few different areas in my life where like I mentioned, you know, how I'm starting a bakery and it's so overwhelming. Like I have all this stuff that I need to do when I'm starting a business. And when you break it down to just do one thing towards that goal every day, it's not as scary. Just make a list of things that you need to do and just check one thing off the list. And um, so that's what I'm doing. And it's, a lot less scary to look at it as like one little thing like oh I need to go um, send out this form for registering my business name or oh I need to send out um, this form for applying for a food license or um, I need to figure out the cost of um, you know what my cupcakes are going to be just little things like that Um, and they're they're not scary things to me Um, it's just the whole idea of oh, there's so much to do that's scary. But if I right. just do one little thing each day, then it's way less scary and I feel like I'm making progress. And so I'm applying that to a few different areas of my life that I feel like need improvement, like fitness. <laughs> um, and, you know, I have lots of running goals, which I'm going to get to, but um, I'm not at the point where I feel like I can maintain a streak of running every day, but I can do one thing towards my fitness every day whether that's running or doing a strength workout or stretching or um, core exercises or you know some yoga foam rolling whatever it is like just do one thing every day you get what I'm saying Um, there are a couple other areas like um, cleaning my house Um, my day job is cleaning so when I come home it's the last thing I want to do and so I slack off in that area Jeff sometimes picks up the slack but when he's working more things tend to not get done kids have chores but they're not super (laughs) good at cleaning (laughs) as you know someone more experienced like me is so I'm just trying to work it into like do one thing for my cleaning list every day and then finances that's another order area where I really need improvement on getting a budget sorted out and um, I have no idea how I'm gonna work out that aspect so that's like last on my list so one thing I realized when I was listening back to um, our last show on resolutions is that I make kind of goals of what I want to do but I don't make plans of how I'm going to get there so Uh when I think of um, you know running running's easy you follow a training plan um, assuming that you don't get injured and you follow it correctly and hopefully you achieve your goal well with other areas in life they don't necessarily come with training plans so when I think about um, all these things that I want to do when I get overwhelmed by them 
I guess the the hardest thing is fitting it into the day you know I'll write it down in my planner and then I don't necessarily get to it so I figured okay what's the best way that I could do this how can I f have more time in my day and I'm thinking like the times that I spend on my phone or watching TV are not you know they're not productive and I can cut back on those um, I could still have those but I could just cut back on them so if I go to bed earlier and w wake up earlier in the morning and just dedicate like one hour in the morning to doing my one thing every day that will be huge that will be so helpful so that's my plan and it's just going to be a matter of seeing if I stick to getting up an extra hour earlier because I'm normally asleep by like 9 or 10 at night and so if I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning instead of 7 I still get at least 8 hours a night um, sleep is very important to me if you hadn't noticed <laughs> um, I, I normally get about eight, 8 or 9 hours a night so um, I, I figure I can get up at 6 in the morning and have that whole hour to do little things um, and then at seven o'clock make the kids breakfast and send them off to school so that's my plan um, I'm gonna try to do that and work on uh, you know I don't know if after you know doing something for my bakery and then doing a workout I'll have time to get to you know cleaning which is next on the list so um, I'll have time um, at the end of the day as well when kids are doing homework that I can work on cleaning before I have to get dinner ready so it's it's really difficult as a mom to manage your time but at least I'm not working 60 hour work weeks <laughs> so I have that I was thinking about it and I'm like you know most weeks I only work like 10 to 20 hours a week and I make my own schedule and I probably could work more but um, I already feel like I don't have enough time to do all the things that I want to do <laughs> so um, I I'm happy with my life right now and that I'm getting towards my goals so going back to running my running specific goals are very similar to what you girls already mentioned um, I want to continue to run a race every month that was one that I did did succeed to do um, last year and so I'm gonna continue that the race that I'm running on Wednesday I feel like is pretty much mandatory because there's no other races coming up in January aside from those that are on New Year's Day in my area um, and then February is going to be tough because there's only one or two races and I really 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 do not want to do the one that's on the beach <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty tough <laughs> there's a um, there's another race that I haven't run before that's 2.5 um, kilometers so I think that comes out to like a mile and a half which isn't bad and I'm like I could do that that might be fun to do a shorter distance race so running a race every month uh, time goal, uh, obviously we're all still working towards getting uh, under 30 minutes for a 5k. That's a biggie for me. I feel like that's going to come for me once I get back into half marathon training. Uh, my half marathon goal is to run under 245. I think I could do better than that, but I feel like that's a good goal to start with because my PR is like 246 or 247, something like that. Um, and then a mileage goal originally I was thinking 800 miles for the year this past year I think I ran uh, 580 somewhere in the 580s 583 or 585 something like that um, so I was really close to getting to 600 oh 584 I ran this year and I am currently at total lifetime miles 995 five oh. miles away from a thousand so maybe in the next couple of days we'll see <laughs> that's awesome sue yeah um so originally i was thinking 800 miles and then that would have come out to be about 15 or 16 mile, miles per week and i was just like you know what i think it's too much pressure i don't want to injure myself by running when i'm not supposed to and and i feel it felt like 700 miles is much more reasonable considering I was so close to hitting 600 so I'm gonna go for 700 and then anything I do beyond that is uh, is just extra bonus miles which is good and then the big goal for next year besides opening the bakery those are my two big goal two big goals oh yeah o no big deal <laughs> opening the bakery and running a full marathon um, wow. yeah so we'll see the bakery comes first 
want to do that in the spring, open up, um, if not sooner. And then the running the full marathon will be in the fall. So I'm not going to try to do them both at the same time, but definitely two big goals next year. And I'm feeling good about it. As far as the time goal, I, I originally I thought I'm not going to run a marathon until I thought I could run it under five hours. But um, now I'm thinking under six hours would be a realistic goal, considering I was able to run a half just under three. So... Um, so we'll see. But, you know, running your first marathon, they emphasize not having a time goal. But I do know that there are several marathons that have cutoff times, too. So that's something else I need right. to keep in mind. So, yeah, I'm trying to think about building up my mileage consistently to where I feel like I can successfully run a marathon in the fall. And then my last running-specific goal is um, to run a 10K under one hour, five minutes. Originally, I had it at one hour, which I know is way, way harder than running a 5K under 30 minutes. And seeing as how it's getting really difficult to run a 5K under 30 minutes, I figured I'll push the 10K to 105. So there's been a lot of me, I guess, readjusting <laughs> what I think is <laughs> doable. And, you know, I, I guess if I had maintained my fitness um, and hadn't been pregnant, then my original goals would have been maybe more in line, but I feel like readjusting is good because they're still better than what I can do now. And so it's still like right. plenty of room for improvement. So yeah, uh, my, um, the one 10 K race that I ran was, uh, last summer I was, I want to say five, around five months pregnant and I ran 107, like 57. So it was like pretty much 108. So I think I could probably, if I can cut four or five minutes off that time, I think that'll be um, a big enough, <laughs> big enough change where it'll require work, but not so much that it's impossible, you know? Right. So those are my resolutions and goals for next year. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my first big race that I have coming up will be the run for the border half marathon at the end of March. And then there are a couple more half marathons that I plan on doing. I may even be able to qualify for the half fanatics if I can train for the half marathons that I want to do and, and, you know, without injuring myself, I think that I, I might be able to do a half fanatics thing as well, which, you know, that's, I didn't put that on my list because I don't want to I don't want to give myself any unnecessary pressure. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to 2014 as an exciting year. 2013 was great. I felt I have like so much that I'm happy about for 2013 and so much that I'm happy about for 2012. So I feel like having this platform where we can talk about our goals and um, document it is, is great motivation to make each year like even more exciting not necessarily more exciting but exciting in new ways so i'm looking forward to 2014 in coming up in two days yes yes <laughs> yes all right <laughs> well, before you know it yes uh are you girls ready for runner girl recommends uh-huh yes okay megan what is your recommend this week my recommend this week is livingsocial.com and I recommend it because I just found half price race entry on there nice. for a local race and I'd never thought to look in Living Social but they were advertising it and it's a race that's like three miles from our apartment so it's actually at the I don't know if you remember when I was running the loop of the one mile park nearby mm -hmm. it's there so it's a m course I should be mostly familiar with and it benefits apparently arts so um, just check your living social or Groupon I guess who could do it for race entries for your area nice I had signed up with living social like years ago and then never used it so um now that I know that I can get like deals on races, maybe, <laughs> um, that is really cool. I thought so. I was really happy with it. Yeah. Good recommend. 
All right. Um, my recommend for this week is something that um, Katie has recommended before, and that's the Erin Condren Life Planner. And um, I remember when you first talked about it, Katie, I was very skeptical about the price tag. Um, and then ended up like going through the website trying to figure out what makes this thing so special and still wasn't sold on it but then I bought one anyway <laughs> um, and I love it and I feel like it's um, relevant this week as we're talking about as least at least for me as I'm talking about like how to fit everything into my day and um, plan everything out I love how it has in addition to the the monthly view, the weekly view that has the, um, it has the days broken up by morning, day, and night, and the morning is when I normally get my, um, workouts in, and then the day is my work schedule, and then the night is, like, you know, recording, or Jeff has a meeting, or whatever, um, so there's not normally a lot at the night, and then there's a section at the bottom where you can, like, add more stuff, and then there's a section on the side for goals and notes, so, um, it's, there's really, like, a million ways that you can use this and kind of tailor it to what your goals are and what you want to do. I bought, like, um, originally just bought the planner and then ended up buying a ton of accessories later on. Um, I bought extra, um, bookmarks and then labeled them so I have a bookmark for my monthly view and then my weekly view and then I also have a bookmark at the um front section that has the special dates um which oh yeah which I'm no longer using for birthdays and anniversaries I whited all those out because there was only like a couple of them um and I'm using those pages to log my mileage and so I have a um bookmark for that section as well and so I can log and also at weight loss so I can log what my weight is each day and my miles and um, so it's it's pretty cool the different ways that you can customize and you can like I don't know I joined a Facebook group that was um, fan club of the Aaron Condren life planner and <laughs> people post pictures of all the different ways that they organize it and use it for themselves and decorate it and um, so I just started like buying washi tape to decorate it and little stickers and stuff. It's really fun. And then in the notes section I made, um, I put on little tabs at the top. So in addition to my tabs on the sides, I have tabs on the top for my to-do list, my training schedule, um, my menus, my cleaning jobs that I have to do. So it, it, I don't know, it's cool and it's fun. And um, on the front, I put a picture of Jeff and I have a picture of um, the Renner Girls from the Divas Half, and it's very cute, and it's very colorful, because I like all the colors. <laughs> so maybe later I'll post a picture of it, because I, like, I love looking at it, like, it's so pretty, and I think that's part of the um, allure of these life planners, is that they're so pretty, and there's, a, there's like, ways to customize it, and you can really organize pretty much every aspect of your life. So I'm really glad that you um, mentioned it, Katie, and, and Megan, you recommended it as well. You both have one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, th yeah, it's awesome. So um, I just wanted to recommend that for, you know, a third recommend <laughs> of this. <laughs> um, it's awesome, and I love it, and I'm glad I bought it. And, yeah, I'll probably end up buying it, buying one again next year, too, just because um, I thought I had a planner, and I didn't use it, and so that's why I couldn't understand spending $50 on another planner. And I use this thing literally every day, and I, and I bring it with mm -hmm. me everywhere. So I, I think it's well worth the money, and I definitely recommend it. Good, good. I'm glad you're liking it, Sue. Thank you. So, Katie, what is your recommend this week? My recommend actually comes from a Christmas gift that I received from one of my friends this year. It is a Commonwealth scarf. And if you click on the link, you can see that it's a pattern on the scarf that's actually the outline of the state of Kentucky. And at first, when you say that, it's like, really? You just wear a big scarf with Kentucky on it? But it's done almost in an abstract way to where the outline of the state is in different sizes to where unless you're looking really closely at the scarf, you're not going to see 
see that it's an outline of your state. And they come in different colors. Um, there's a website, Game Day U, that has a total variety of different states and even different colors of that state. Because like Florida example, you can either be University of Florida or Florida State comes in both of the colors. So lots of different options there for somebody who wants to show off their school and or state pride. Really, really pretty. And it's a nice way to not be like in your face about it. You know, it's a way to to show off your your spirit without being obnoxious. <laughs> That's cool. I'm looking at it and on first glance, it looks like clouds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. I never thought, like, I don't know, maybe I just don't have state pride. Like, I like my state, but I'm like, I don't, I, why would I want to wear it on me? But I was thinking about <laughs> Kentucky. There's a, there's a huge amount of Kentucky pride. Uh, yes. What is that? Is it a Southern thing? Is it like, am I like just cold hearted? <laughs> I don't, like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say it's probably a little more more um widespread in the south than the north but then again i've never really lived in the north i've just had friends from the north and but they have that same reaction that you do sue like why are you so happy to be from your home state like we get it we know where you're from you don't have to constantly tell us but that's even the way that i was known my first semester in college katie from kentucky just because that's the way you introduce yourself to people. So I don't know. It's just something that I've always grown up around. So it came second nature to me. And especially not living in Kentucky right now, living in South Carolina, it makes me even more appreciative of where I grew up and where I'm from. So I like to have a pretty scarf to remind me. Yeah. It's very endearing. Right. And I like, again, that it's not totally in your face you know unless you're looking closely you're not necessarily going to know what's on the scarf yeah probably um i just looking at it like if 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 i had seen the picture and didn't know it was kentucky state pride i would have no idea like because i'm not as familiar with the shape of your state i guess so probably people from kentucky would recognize it more than anybody else so that's that's cool it's sort of like a i don't know like way that you could identify yourself to other people from Kentucky, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. A Our little inside scarf. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And that's, um, the website is shopdressu.com? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Alright, up next we have Runner Girl of the Week. Our Runner Girl this week is Miss Nicole Minette from Ohio. And the run specifically that I noticed was one that she did a couple days ago. She writes, feeling much better today. This month has been crazy with the holidays and just life. Hopefully everyone will be seeing me around here a little more often pretty soon. And I think that's a feeling that we can all relate to coming out of the holidays, feeling like life has just been so busy that we haven't had the time. I mean, this is kind of the reoccurring theme for tonight's show, I think, to do all the stuff that we want to do. So that really hit home for me and know that it'll probably be pretty close to home for a lot of our listeners as well. So keep up the good work, Nicole. Keep on keeping on, and we hope to see more of you on Daily Mile, just like I hope to be on Daily Mile a little more next year as well. Yeah, uh, that's a great pick, and um, I guess I I could see that all of us kind of get wrapped up in the holidays, you know, not getting out to run, but the important thing is that she got back out there. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, as long as you get back on the wagon, then uh, that's the important thing. Yes. So, great job, Nicole. And up next, we have our scavenger hunt. And this week's scavenger hunt list is a sled, a snowman, a scarf, a sunrise or sunset, and a running bumper sticker. And I don't know. I think that we might have had a snowman before, um, but I'm sure there's still snowmen out there. So if not, then it's new. And if we have, then hopefully we get new snowman pictures. <laughs> um, and you can email your photos to runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com or you can post to Instagram or our Twitter account at runnergirlshow with the hashtags runnergirlsphoto or runnergirlsscavengerhunt. And we'll collect all the scavenger hunt photos and share them on an album on our website. 
So, um, yeah, keep them coming. I'm loving the winter-themed scavenger hunt pictures. And I I keep saying, you know, I'm going to be posting them again. Today I was in the gym, so I didn't even think about taking pictures. But, um, yeah, I'll have more scavenger hunt photos coming, I promise. (laughs) All right, that's it for this week's show. Megan, do you have a quote for us? I do. My quote kind of goes with the theme, and it is, running is a kind of investment in yourself, from the runner's book of daily inspiration. I like that. I do too. I was just thinking about how running is good for me as a person, too, and not just as a physical activity. That's so true. I mean, not only a good you know, physical investment in your future. But I know for me, it's, I don't know how many times I've said it on the show, my me time. So it's a mental investment to just kind of check out and take care of yourself. Yeah, um, I agree. It makes, it makes me feel good. Uh, That's one thing I noticed. Um, I came home from the gym today and Jeff was like, uh, Jeff, Jeff came home from work sick and he was saying, oh, you know, just put a pizza in the oven and I'll have that for dinner. And I was like, all right, all right. He's like, you don't have to cook anything. Don't do anything. You know, relax. I know you've had a long day because I went to work, went to the gym, did the grocery shopping, came home, brought all the groceries inside. And I'm just like, you know what? I still have a ton of energy. Like, I feel charged. Like, getting back um, in the gym and exercising and running, like, made me feel really good. And I miss that. I really missed that. So I guess it's, for me, it's an emotional investment in that it makes me feel good more often than I might normally. Like I might just feel tired at the end of the day otherwise. And feeling good is good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that. So that's it for episode 20 of season three. Join us next week when we will be talking about running on a low-carb diet. If you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Or tweet to us at runnergirlsshow on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.